1: Filter. Off-kilter. Exclusively on Spotify.
2: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eavesdrop Podcast. My name is Fran. Hello, Eves gang. My name is Jelly. This is Dell.
1: This is Jude Rocha. All
2: right, so today, in today's episode, we're going to talk about... Um, well, a topic that's hard to kind of wrap your head around. Okay. Uh, I know, actually, we invited this guy over because we did want to talk about finances. We wanted to talk about how to make our money grow and all the different ways. And this one is like the the in thing now. It's, it's you know, you hear it. You hear like little key words every now and then, especially when you go into the news or go on Twitter or any social media platform. We're talking about cryptocurrency. Like, what is that? Huh?
0: I don't get it. It's true. People have been posting about it. They've been writing about like how it's doing, that they're making money. And you're like, what is that exactly? And when they start to explain, you think, um, no, I, I'm not so sure about that. But here's the guy who is sure and is very enthusiastic and excited to edumacate all of us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So he's, he is a crypto enthusiast.
2: Okay. Uh, he says... Okay. So, sorry. He's a crypto enthusiast and evangelist. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. I like that title. He's also a chairman of Mensa Philippines. So he's smart. Our, our guest is very, very intelligent today. Um, he's also a life coach. I think collectively we've known him for a very long time since, you know, our radio days. He is the senior marketing manager of OKX.com, which is a global cryptocurrency exchange. And he is your resident Bitcoin buddy. So please welcome to the eavesdrop, Chris Tan. Hi, Chris.
3: Hello, everyone. Yay. Hi, Fran. Hi, Jude. Hi, Del. Hey, Jelly. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited.
2: We can thank tell. You. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for saying yes to coming over on a Sunday morning. Okay, so keywords, Chris. There's cryptocurrency. There's NFT. There's blockchain. What other Bitcoin? There's Bitcoin. What other words are there that you know are flying around here that we have no idea what it's about?
3: Well, those are the main words that you got to remember. But um, for me, for everyone coming into the cryptocurrency space, Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency is the category. Look at it that way. Bitcoin is the apex predator in that category. It's that tip of the iceberg. Everything else is underneath that massive iceberg that we're going to talk about today, including (laughs) NFTs and everything else. But just remember Bitcoin because Bitcoin is the one that started it all.
2: It did. It did. And it has quite a history, right? I, yep. I do believe. Okay. So your challenge today, Chris, really is to, you know, kind of break this down. So at the end of our conversation, we'll have a real understanding, right? And Hello, quiz. no quizzes, okay? <laughs> I am ready with my notes and my pen. <laughs> okay, so like I told the gang, Chris, for full disclosure and even for our, our listeners, this is really something that um, Al and I had recently got into and Chris actually helped us maneuver our first transaction. It was quite scary for a while there <laughs> and uh, exciting at the same time. All right, so where should we start, Chris? I don't know. where. Should okay.
3: We start? So, so just, just to give you guys an idea of what this whole thing is all about. Um, have you guys seen the movie Big Short? Mm. You have? No, you haven't. Okay. Basically, in 2008, there was a crisis that happened in the United States, the mortgage crisis, where investment bankers, greedy investment bankers, basically took advantage of the financial system so that they can make hundreds of millions to billions of dollars. And people lost their homes. Okay? Mm. Think about that. This is something that's been a problem in the financial system for the longest time since modern history. And for the first time, so in 2008, that's what happened. And there was a group called the Cypherpunks headed by a pseudonym, a mysterious guy named Satoshi Nakamoto, who said, enough is enough. Banks have already screwed over everyone else, making billions of our money. It's time to change the system. And they created, because of that, they created Bitcoin. Mm. Bitcoin was the answer to all the greed of all the financial system, the governments and how they corrupt and screw up the system that we have. So that's what created Bitcoin. And it's it's a good story because that guy Satoshi Nakamoto after he released Bitcoin into the world, he disappeared, never to be seen again, not even to profit from Bitcoin. And is he now not Elon Bitcoin, Musk I'm sorry. She's well, <laughs> Elon Musk is late actually, he's very late. So the question you probably have this. So what is a Bitcoin? So right? It's think. so confusing, right? Okay. Here's, I'm going to give you guys a very good example. And let me see. Uh, Dell. if I if I sent you a photo right now online, if I send you a photo through Messenger, do I have a copy?
0: Yes. Yes. Right.
3: Jelly, if I send you a video or a, a, a document, will I have a copy? Yes. Okay. I want you to think about a file that I can send you online where if I send it to you, it's with you and I don't have a copy. Hey. None. None. Right. None, right? right? So there's one. It's called a Bitcoin. Oh. That's the first time that they were able to create something where I could literally transfer it to you and when it goes to you, I don't have any, any of that file. It's literally with you.
2: Mm.
3: That's what a Bitcoin is. So it's literally an asset, a digital asset online where it can be used to transfer It's literally a currency. It's like giving you a paper bill, but digitally from one hand to the other. That's why it's powerful. Now, the Bitcoin, the difference between Bitcoin and the rest of money that we hold on to right now is that what we hold on to is centralized by the government and the value is dictated by the government. And the government can print as much as they want. Prime example, Venezuela, they printed a lot because the government was greedy. They wanted more Money, they kept printing until the whole economy collapsed. The value of their currency went to almost zero. So now to buy a piece of bread, you have to pay millions of their currency to just buy bread. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with governments all over the world. The U.S. has the same problem. They just printed more money for the stimulus checks. Oh, Because of that, the value of the the, the dollar is going to go down about 15%. The Philippines, our inflation rate is about 15% also. Mm-hmm. So the value of the peso is going down. So when you're holding on to this currency that the government dictates upon you, the value of that decreases every year and it gets worse and worse. So you're losing value of your assets. How do you protect it? Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin is not controlled by any government. It is not on a single server. It is completely decentralized, meaning it's on thousands of servers all over the world. I want you to think about that. So if somebody wanted to try to hack it, they can't because they have to hack thousands of servers all over the world at the same time to be able to hack it. So that's why Bitcoin is powerful, it's valuable, and that's why it's going up in price.
2: Okay, but where's the value there?
3: Okay, sorry. Okay, I I like your question. So (laughs) the value comes from the fact that uh, I was saying about currencies, right? They keep printing, right? So it's an unlimited supply. Now, what's valuable? Valuable is something that's scarce. And there are only a couple of uh, commodities that are scarce. Gold is scarce, very scarce. Mm. That's why it's valuable.
0: Mm.
3: Bitcoin is valuable because there's only going to be 21 million Bitcoins mined. And after that, there will be no more Bitcoins mined ever again for the rest of our lives. That's it. It's a done deal. So that means that the supply is capped at 21 million. And therefore, people are basically hoarding it right now to be able to get their hands on it before that supply runs out. Because when it runs out, then you have to buy it from somebody else and that's going to be very tough to do. Uh,
0: my, my question there, Chris, is you're saying, because they're, they're trying to create a demand for it by saying there's limited supply, like 21 mm-hmm. million, that is it, capped off, but that's just for now you know, because they're creating a demand. So everyone would want a piece of something right. that not everyone would have. Right. But after some time, you know, pretty much similar to how we're, we have money now, and this is a departure from dealing in gold and frankincense and myrrh in the past. Now we have cash, <laughs> you know, it this is just the currency of the future. Eventually, everyone will have that currency. And what do you mean by mining? Isn't somebody just creating all of these, the, the numbers related right. to the Bitcoins?
3: Yeah, great question. So um, remember that uh Bitcoin, when it was created, it was programmed. After it was programmed, the people that programmed it disappeared. And they can't even reprogram it. They can't change it. Hmm. It's hard-coded into the, the network, and that's it. So they cannot... Decide, oh, we'll change the programming and add another 1 million Bitcoins. They can't. Nobody can change that system. Mm. It's already distributed. It's all over the place. And that's it.
2: Oh, wait. So you you mean the guy who made it created 21 million in the okay. beginning? And then is that what he dispersed? No.
3: Uh, sorry. Yeah. So what he did was he said the total supply of Bitcoin will be 21 million, which will be mined. Every year, every day, there's going to be one Bitcoin popping out, something like that, one or two, 20 Bitcoins, whatever, all the way until it gets to 21 million. Now, here's the thing. On the system, on the, on the program, it also states that every four years, they're going to half the amount of Bitcoins being mined on a daily basis. What happens when it's halved? The value goes up and it just keeps going up as every four years it keeps halving. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the magic of it. And and by the way, uh, there's no office for Bitcoin, there's no hotline that you can call, there's no uh president or manager or CEO. There, there's nothing. Bitcoin is literally a commodity, there's nobody that's heading. There's no, the there's no regulation.
2: Is that yeah, who's regulating there's no
3: employees, there's nothing. It is just a currency that miners say, Oi, I like that currency, let me mine it. And then they put up their own rig and then they mine bitcoins.
0: Doesn't that sound scary? Yeah, because it sounds like it's just a a concept.
3: It's just an idea. (laughs) So the difference is we're so used to trusting people. Oh, I will invest in that company because I trust Elon Musk, right? Oh, I believe in his vision. The beauty of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, the way they created it, is to say that, you know what, let's take trust out of the equation. They call it a trustless system. (laughs) <laughs> because trust is not required to do the transaction. Trust is not required for you to know that the Bitcoin is appearing every every day and that it's only 21 million because it is programmed and it cannot be altered by any human being. And we take the, we take the human factor out of the equation and that's what makes it trustless because it doesn't matter whether I trust you or not, the Bitcoin will transact, will happen. And it will be how it's uh, programmed to be, without the need for human intervention, and that's what makes it amazing. Much like any commodity in the in the world right now, gold is. There's no manager managing the production of gold. It's just in our earth. It's a natural resource that we use. So Bitcoin is the digital resource that's available for everyone, and nobody controls it, and that's why it's valuable. I I, I see Jelly's face. He's like. <laughs> Feel free to ask yeah. it. Ask yeah, it ask yeah. It yeah. It yeah. It no, really
2: ask. Go, Jude. Well, it.
1: you mentioned Elon Musk and he came out with uh, Doggy coin So that's different from Bitcoin. he to be able to what? Release it, mine it, okay. so on and so, so forth. Ba yeah.
3: So Doge, Dogecoin, they call uh-huh. it Dogecoin, is not made by Elon Musk, okay? Okay. He just, he just loves it because it's hilarious. Because Dogecoin, the people that created it, really, they say it, ah, they will say it they said, this is a joke. I'm making a meme coin because it's so funny that anyone can make a coin. So they created Dogecoin uh, because they thought that the dog was so cute as a logo. And then it's they it's not even in, finite in supply. It's a completely unlimited. It's an infinite supply of Dogecoins. Anyone can mine it. And, and the funny part was, as a joke, People were buying it, and my God, it just went up like two hundred percent in like a day. It's ridiculous, so, but I so, would never recommend people to buy that. Okay.
2: Yeah, I go. mean, so what happens there? Like, so you know, you on a whim, these people, these programmers made it, and
3: what now? What what will happen eventually to Dogecoin? Um, it's just running on its own. It's just anyone can print it, anyone can ah, anyone can distribute it. So, uh, it's just that the community is just um. There's a very big danger there, by the way. Ninety. Uh, apparently, like ninety percent of all Dogecoins is held by like uh like the ten percent of all these holders, and they can literally control the market. It's very dangerous. That's why I don't recommend it. But I know people that have made a lot of money with Dogecoins. By the way,
2: weird. Okay, I have
3: a friend who bought when it was really small. It was like 0.003 or something like that. Uh huh. He bought two hundred fifty thousand Dogecoins now wow. at forty cents now. So imagine. <laughs>
0: Oh wow! Good yeah. on him.
3: Yeah, but he bought it because he was just like, "Oh, this is so cute! This Doge coin. I just bought a lot, and it, it was so cheap. So it was just like, put in a few hundred dollars, and now it's like I think forty percent, like forty cents, uh, for two hundred fifty thousand. Did he cash it's, out? It's what a hundred thousand U.S. dollars.
2: Yeah. Did he cash out, or is it
3: still there? Cash out a bit, a bit. Not. He goes. I think it's gonna go to a dollar. So he's still holding on for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> No, like, ask
2: him all the questions because I really I went through this conversation with Al because I cannot yeah. really like the mining eh what and then who decides what value it is eh you know it's just so weird because it's so it seems so volatile right
3: I, yeah so, so. The volatility I think that's a lot of the problem people have like uh, today Bitcoin's at um if I um, if I'm not mistaken it's probably at fifty nine thousand and the uh, to, uh, just last week it was at sixty three thousand. So that volatility scares people. But I'll tell you what's really more scary. Um, if you look at currency right now, it's stable. It's stable, right? But it's stable going down. <laughs> okay. It's on a stable decline. But is that currency, because we're
2: in a pandemic?
3: No, it's always been on a decline. The Philippine Peso has always been on a decline. Uh, you notice every year the value goes down. Do you guys remember that time when the Peso was only 24 Pesos to the dollar? Do you still remember that? 1996? It was <laughs> 24 pesos to the age. dollar. Yep, today it's at uh, yeah. I'm I'm, Bill, I'm just carbon you, dating myself. So so no, yes. I was
4: going to say that I remember when it was 2 2 pesos to 1 dollar.
3: <laughs> but there you go, right? <laughs> there, you go. <laughs> there was a time, right? Oh
4: my god.
3: <laughs> but but like that's what I'm trying to say. That's stable, but it's going down. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing about Bitcoin. Yeah, it's it's volatile. But if you ask Google What is the best performing asset in the entire decade? Okay, In the entire decade, stocks, bonds, gold, anything. Ask ask Google what that is. You know what it is? Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin year on year, on average, has been growing 200%. Meaning if you put your money in Bitcoin, close your eyes, you don't have to understand it. I guarantee you a year from now or two years from now, you're going to be like, holy cow, look at my money. Mm -hmm. Five Mm -hmm. years from today, you're going to look at it and go, wow, jeez. What just happened? That's right. that's how powerful Bitcoin is.
4: Okay, so um, I have a question, and this is the part where I I can't grasp. It's um, so if I if I remember right, uh, most of our money used to was dependent on how much gold the country has, and it has right. right? Yep. But it has that in gold, so yep. that's where it gets its value. Mm. If if Bitcoin is a concept, it's a digital material. What's it backed on? What's the okay.
3: value? I that these questions are amazing. I don't know if you guys plan these questions, but they're no. awesome because these questions really build the use case for Bitcoin. Um, Dell. I don't know if you know this. In nineteen seven, around nineteen seventy, uh, President Nixon declared that no mm-hmm. currency will be backed up by gold anymore.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No currency has gold in their reserves anymore. The U.S. Right. backed by gold. Now, that's why they call it fiat money, fiat currency. Yeah, It is by- value by decree. Okay. And that's all it is right. because they decide this is the value. That's all it is. So, in other words, the government is just the one propping up the value of all these currencies. And they can't prop it up anymore when they keep printing more and more of them. More. And that's the sad part.
4: Hey, oh... So- so if there are only 21 million Bitcoins, so this is a twofold question. What if it gets, everything has been released, 21 million, and some people don't have it, one, how will they transact online? Yep. And second, won't other companies just make their own currency and then we go there and then we have all of these hmm, um, yeah. digital currency?
3: Okay, so the first question, right? Uh, how will they transact because there's only 21 million? Uh, the, the Bitcoin actually can, is, can, be, um, can be broken down broken down 100 million 100 million uh, decimal places. So that's like what eight times? Oh. So yeah, so the smallest denomination of a Bitcoin is called the Satoshi. And right now, even as we speak, more people cannot afford to buy a whole Bitcoin anymore. When this thing hits one million dollars a bitcoin, you won't be buying, you won't be saying how many Bitcoins do you have anymore. It'll be how many Satoshis do you have. Mm.
4: <laughs>
3: so the ones that are able to get the Bitcoin as a Bitcoin now are going to be the new millionaires of the world. Mm. Okay. So that's question number one. The other one you said was, um, uh what was the second question? Sorry, Del? Won't somebody just so, create their oh, own? Right. Okay, so I'll give you an example. The Chinese government right now is creating their own cryptocurrency. And, and the problem with that is, here's here's my question to you. In a cryptocurrency held by the government, they have the power over your money, right? They can mm, literally confiscate yeah. it if they want. They can track right. everything you do. Would you oh, yeah, really right. trust a currency where you know the government is watching you?
2: Right. Uh, right.
3: That's why even if a, a company says, I'm creating my own cryptocurrency, people have to trust that person that they're not going to run away with your money
2: that mm. they're not going
3: to shut it down or they're going to print more without you knowing it
2: oh is right? that what mm. that doge was do, uh, a doggy doge coin well, the, is that what it is i remember it better as doggy <laughs> i know me too
3: i know so it's called doge so there you go doge so is that what
2: it. is that what they did is that what they did they made their own Cryptocurrency? No. Yes. Is that different? So that, Dogecoin.
3: Yes. Just. This, but they did it as a joke. They really were just like, "Let's create this cryptocurrency called Dogecoin." That's it. Uh-uh. No, and but I mean, does... I think
2: like what Dell's asking, like, so any person, group, whether government or not, can create their yes. own.
3: As a matter of fact, yes, you can create a Fran coin if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Anyone can create a coin. It's so easy to create a coin. That's why so you it, have to be careful.
4: Is the success of Cryptocurrency dependent on how many people are on it.
3: Um, yes, of course. Uh, any any anything that is um, is created needs a community around it. Otherwise, w- there's no point. For die. example, uh, Facebook is successful because of its community. Uh, their their value is not based on brick and mortar, how many offices they have. It's based on how big the community is. Google is based on information and the community that uses that information. Anything we do is based on community. Uh, the value of the U.S. dollar is based on community. The value of gold, think about this. Gold is a piece of rock. What mm-hmm. value is a piece of rock because the community puts value in it. Mm-mm. So we, whatever we put value in has value. That's how inherent value is created.
1: So Chris at the top of the crypto chain is bitcoin that's not the number one yeah and I mentioned that elon musk because when, when when these high profile uh billionaires talk about crypto in general uh, elon and then i think jack dorsey twitter is also i don't know what specific eh? and then mark cuban Dallas yep. Mavericks owner, they say na ito yung, this is the future. It gives credence to something that for us mere mortals are hard to grasp at this point.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep.
1: So so at the top of that is when you see when you when you see Jack Dorsey and he has a whole lot of other businesses getting involved in crypto and he has that clock in his shoulders so, sh- showing the blockchain whatever and yun? Right. parang digital analog clock Yung in yun, value yun eh ba? Na real time Ganun ba yun na yeah. binibili mo for hundreds of dollars so it's getting there pero for you know for us parang how can we are, can we get into it i know monica Absolutely. has uh, what's what's yeah. the know what's the entry
3: level Kumbaga.
0: <laughs>
3: so the entry how do we get is...
0: a Shito- shitoshi oh, shitoshi Mm. Yeah. How um, do we get one?
3: You you just register, um, open a wallet, or, or go into a, open an ex- an account in an exchange, like in this case OKX.com. So when I work with, once you open your account, you um, just get yourself verified, and then you can start. You deposit fiat money into the system, and then you'll get cryptocurrencies, and then that's it. Then you can start trading cryptocurrencies.
4: Okay. So the way to get into it is to still use the fiat money.
3: Yes, right? that's your gateway.
4: That's your gateway.
3: Okay. Yeah. So, but, but let me add that, um, you know, when, um, Elon Musk and all those guys came on board, they're late. They're actually coming in late. If you think about it, a lot of the people that started with cryptocurrency are the ones, these are the, the guys like you and me, the everyday people. And this is the first time that there was a financial instrument that started from the ground up versus how the traditional system does it where they do, uh, an IPO, an initial public offering. But before they do, the investment bankers share all of that already within themselves. And then they'll IPO it and then sell it to all the suckers like us. right? (laughs) But now it's different. Now we hold on to it and we sell it to them. But the question is, is it too late for us? It's not too late. Because at this price, it's still relatively inexpensive compared to where it's going.
4: Okay. So, how much of the twenty-one million has already been, has already been
3: um, released? First $18 so million.
4: eighteen.
3: Eighteen, yeah. And okay. and if you're yeah, and if you're thinking it's gonna, I know it's gonna finish the distribution this quickly. No, the last Bitcoin will be mined in twenty-one forty. We'll all be dead. Twenty-one
0: forty. Twenty-one
3: forty. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. No, no, yeah, we won't be dead. We won't be. Chris. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is as far as I know when it comes to bitcoins and cryptocurrency. I do know that when you purchase, you get like a, a tracking number of some sort. It's like mm-hmm. um, from the main, you get numbers to every single holder. Right. And then yep. what you have is a number of your of the currency that you hold, which is not replicated. Nobody else will have that tracking number but you because you own it. Right. And it's like um, the value would be zero point zero 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 of whatever. You said this is a trustless system because there are no people involved. Who will you purchase from? who will get that tracking number to you and how how sure are you that you're the only one who has it what if somebody just creates this number and gives it to all these people and get money from all these people and you're here thinking you're the <laughs> only one that has that right
3: okay great question
0: we have so, trust issues chris okay so got- you know
3: <laughs> jelly did i mention i'm a life coach <laughs> we can we can have a talk about the trust issue. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Better you have to pay him in Bitcoin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I only accept payment in Bitcoin. <laughs> um, so 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 Jelly, here's the thing. Um, the the all cryptocurrencies is on a blockchain. All blockchain is on a public ledger. Meaning anyone can look at this ledger online. It's public. It's available for everyone to verify if the transaction is valid or not. Number one. Number two, each transaction is validated by thousands of validators or we call miners. Okay. The
0: different servers you were talking about. Yes.
3: So Mm -hmm. they all one, let's say there's about probably about 10, 20, 30,000 of them, right? They will have to validate that one transaction that I sent to you and they will say, yes, it's valid. Now think about it. Can anyone try to hack that to change a digit to be able to say, I have a Bitcoin and I'm going to send it to you. First of all, it won't function on the network if you just create your own because you're inputting, a, like, you're like trying to put a virus into the network. Number one. Number two, if you try to hack one server, you got to hack all 999,000 servers at the same time 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 now think about uh, can can any hacker hack 100,000 servers at the same time
0: <laughs> hold on hold on though because <laughs> you did say that bitcoin is one it's like the main umbrella so ultimately it belongs to just one source and then it spawned all of these miners
3: yeah no sorry no what no, if no.
0: they hack that main <laughs> mining group.
3: Right. There is no main mining Just group. Sorry. Stuck. Yeah. So so jelly. Yeah. I I think about it this way. Think about it this way. So when Bitcoin was created, yes, there was a first miner that started it. That's called the genesis block when they created that first block of Bitcoin. Mm. All right. And then when that block was created, then other miners said, "Oh, I want to mine Bitcoin too," so they also mined and they also mined and they also mined. But there was no one miner that started it. I mean, there is. Sorry. What I meant was. You, your mining capability is not dependent on that first miner. That first miner doesn't have control over your rig or your facility. Everyone has equal control of the Bitcoin. That's why no one has control over it because no one has a monopoly on it. And number one, they're all they're doing is doing computational validations, meaning... These are all automated computers that are doing computations to be able to validate a transaction. It's not a person looking at your data and going, oh, Jelly's sending money to to Monica, approve. It's not manual. This is all automatic. And that's why it's trustless because there is no employees hired to validate transactions. That's old school, that's analog. We're in a digital world where human interaction, human validation is not necessary. It's all miners, by the way, miners, huh? they just own the rigs. They're not working the validation. They just own these computers, turn on the power, and then they go home, have lunch and dinner with their family and then they're earning money from it. That's it. It's
2: so weird, right? I don't know. I still don't, you know, get I still
0: it. don't understand <laughs> it, but I want to I want to try it.
4: <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I, I you wait. were talking about all these servers, right? That are working together to validate each transaction all around the world. Right. So I want to know who these servers are and what is their economic goal or benefit from being that. Because right. <clears throat> when we're talking about money and we don't know a lot of things in the chain, it's easy to go. Because mm-hmm. if you if you remember, I think in the 90s when people started getting ATMs and the old folks still had their Mm passbook. They're the the ones who want that book in their hands that they can say, no, this is mine. But really, it's just a piece of paper, (laughs) right? That's what you're saying, basically, right? So I I want to know, uh, because Jelly is now wondering if we can trust all these servers because that's where the hacking, that's what she's thinking, that that's where the hacking can come in. I just want to know, these servers, these people, companies who run these servers, can they? Man- you said they can't manipulate, but what is their economic? What's the return for them to be a server?
3: Right. So, um, as a miner, you are able to every time you try, uh, every time you validate a transaction, you get rewarded with bitcoins. So a ah. bitcoin actually, like, try if I if I try to try to visualize it, when a miner is doing all these transactions, a bitcoin. Appears out of nowhere, boom! You have a Bitcoin. That's how you're paid, and then we right. will sell it to the market.
4: So it's I like somebody see.
3: digging for gold and saying, "Oh, I found gold! Who wants to buy it?" Mm, then, okay. when all those Bitcoins are mined, they're paid. That's how they they're paid as a tra- as a validator to transact, and that's okay. how it happens, right? I so,
4: see.
3: Okay. So think about why would they screw up a system that they're making a lot of money from? Why would they destroy the system that's earning them money? And the beauty of this is that all these miners are all over the world and they're actually beside hydro plants, nuclear plants. They're they're another. They're using a lot of unused energy, unused electricity to be able to mine Bitcoins. These things are huge. They're like, wow, a one hectare big plants that have all these computers. It's massive.
2: Okay. I, I don't know if this is a silly question, but I mean, who program the validation system
3: it's all pre-programmed uh, by the bitcoin network from the from satoshi nakamoto everything so that yeah program right so all you have to do is you get your rig and connect it to the bitcoin network and it's almost like plug and play you press play it and then, of course i mean you, you know you got to be a computer programmer to do it but then it just right running.
4: and oh. it finds
3: that's it
1: and it's is there no.
4: any government
1: Outage proof, mm-hmm. kasi marami siya around the world unless na lang the Earth disappears as a whole. Yes, uh, um, so l- laging merong sasaluna miner yeah.
3: or yeah system. Actually, First funny you know, somebody said yeah, What if what if um, the internet shuts down? If the internet shuts down, goodbye. It's an apocalypse. The world died.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's
3: right. is the last of your problems. Yeah, diba? because of that was virus. my
4: initial question. That was in my initial question. If this all exists just in the digital space and the way to get there is via the internet. What happened? But then you know there are many servers all around the world, blah blah blah. That's I mean, yeah, the, the, said-
3: the yeah the last of our problems is Bitcoin if if all the internet shuts down at the same time. Right? I mean right. seriously we're gonna have Armageddon.
4: So you said that there is 21 million, only 21 million will be released. And then you said that it, as far as decimal uh points are concerned, up to what? 100 million May decimal limit. places. Oh. Oh. So right. sorry, I, I don't know if I'm. This is a stupid question. Right. So if they cap the 21 million already, can't they? Is there any room for corruption by just adding decimals and decimals and decimals and decimals and decimals? Sure. Because if you can't go yeah. up, you can go
3: down. Right. Uh, to do that, you would have to change the system. To be able to change the system, you would have to get all thousands of miners to collude with you to do that.
4: With you, yeah. Ah, to okay. do
3: that, that's impossible because they don't even know. They don't know each other, and mm, they're all over right. the world. I mean, from they're in Iceland, they're in China, they're in Canada, they're in the U.S., they're all over the world. Um, yeah, so that's impossible to do.
0: Okay, so the, basically, the trust that is built, the trust towards the existence and the um of cryptocurrency is just the fact that there are numerous, countless number of people in charge of it, mm-hmm. not just one specific person,
3: right? Because of the thousands of people uh, mining it, you don't need to trust them think about okay. that that idea yeah. i don't need to trust that's you true. to send you my bitcoin <laughs> Yes. because yeah. i can send it and i know you will get you know you will get it whether you trust me or not is irrelevant
2: uh,
4: okay right
3: cuz it's on the same network you can i cannot if i sent you a fake bitcoin you won't get it there's no such thing as a, a uh, fake bitcoin that's impossible because kind of it's, like
0: the okay. human interaction is already taken out of the the equation completely yes so All it's right.
3: completely peer to peer so I could have a like me and Jude could be chatting and said, hey, Chris, can you pay me in Bitcoin Sure, I'll just send it. And that's it. It's on it. That's how you do it. You don't need humans to do uh, the validation. Oh, yes. uh, Oh, wire transfer. I need seven days to validate that the money goes to Jude. No, I can send it. And within a few minutes, you get it.
2: But isn't that how wallets are working now? Like no. I can I can pay Maya Gcat GK- right. I oh, sorry. So the, I don't want to brand it. I mean yeah. like those wallets. <laughs> sorry. So
3: problem right now. Bleep it the- out the- Jude. bleep it out. <laughs> yeah the the, the biggest problem okay. with the current financial system we have is that huh? it's centralized. It's centralized. Yeah. So I want you to think about this. This is hmm. the biggest problem that I've been telling everyone. That's why I mean I I put all my money in crypto. Uh Jelly you put your money in the bank, right?
0: Yeah.
3: Right. Yes. So 99% of your money is in the bank. Is that a good estimate? No.
0: no. 90%? Maybe 50%. 50. Wow. So the
3: other 50 is cash. You're holding on to 50%. It's under her
0: bed. Oh, it's invested.
3: <laughs> All right. Okay. But sorry, let me, let me clarify. It's under her bed.
0: <laughs> like so, the law. I dug up a hole. It's buried underground, like we do it in Africa.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we have.
3: <laughs> so. So here's the thing. Okay. So I want you to think about this. Uh, You invested.
4: It's
3: still with a bank. Yes. Okay. Now, the problem is the bank holds your money. They invest all your money and yet you don't make a single cent from it. And they make hundreds of millions of dollars from our money. And what do they give us? The promotion of the bank? Oh, get 1% interest per year on your money. And they're making Hundreds of millions of dollars of our money. That's the biggest scam of all. And what happened? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical
2: costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans
0: to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: You know that, right? Because when you put your money, it's in their bank account, not yours. They just give you an accounting figure saying it's with you. But in reality, I don't know if you know this, they're only required to hold, what, 10% of all the money in the bank, all the deposits. The 90%, they're able to do whatever they want with it. That's why if everyone comes to the bank and says, I want to withdraw my money, they won't be able to give it. Correct. Because they're using your money. That's a big problem. With cryptocurrency, we've taken the bank out of the equation. Your money, and then the apps, the cryptocurrencies, the different apps right now. I'm talking now a little bit deeper than Bitcoin. There are apps right now that are programmed to invest your money for you. And these apps are not people. They are computer programs, automated. They're called called automated market makers. And all they do is they, you say, here's my money. You put it with them and they will invest it. They will lend it. They will look for money for it. And whatever it makes, it takes a small percentage as its transaction fee. The rest of it goes to you. That's why when you're using cryptocurrency and when you're, you're uh, transacting in cryptocurrency, you know the interest rate we get for US dollar cryptocurrency? 15% a year. Wow. Yeah, you say wow, right? You know that's tiny compared to the other interest I'm making on my other cryptocurrencies. There are cryptocurrencies where we make 200% a year. And this notion that it's high is false. It is a narrative that the banks created to keep us all in check. Oh, you get 5%. Wow, I'm so happy. I'm going to make 5% a year. while well, they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. Imagine when the market crashed in 2008 and the US government bailed out all these investment bankers. What did they do? Yeah. They gave themselves fat bonuses. million bonuses while people lost their homes. That's the problem.
4: So if uh, let's say somebody's uh, listening to this podcast, they think that they're ready. What are the first steps that they should do to start it all off?
3: Okay. So the first step is you download a wallet or you go to an exchange, right? There are a lot. Can I name the exchanges and wallets? Please do.
0: So like in
3: the States, there's like Kraken, There is, uh, or for exchanges, um, of course, I'm going to talk about my exchange, which is okx.com. Although in the States, I don't think it's available because of the regulations. Uh, So the Coinbase is available. So there are a lot of different exchanges where you can buy cryptocurrency. So the first thing you do is download a wallet or an exchange, then register on it and make sure you're verified. Your account is verified where you put your phone number, your email, ID, just to know who you are. And then you can now deposit money into your account whatever your fiat currency is. In the Philippines, it's pesos. So you deposit your pesos. And once you deposit it, then you get cryptocurrency. And then you can start transacting in cryptocurrencies. My advice, uh, if you're going to put money, put something that you're comfortable with, whatever amount that is. Um, Some people, a thousand. Some people that are so scared, I say, put a thousand pesos. And once they put a thousand pesos and then they see it grow, oh, they get really excited. And then they start adding more. So it depends
2: on your appetite for risk, Deba, because yeah. it is essentially that. So they do also trade. So if OK, uh, Chris, you know, we like I said, we do have trust issues. So what are the valid <laughs> um, valid wallets that you can vouch for that are legit?
3: Okay, so I did a video on this actually. I did, um, okay. I did. You know, honestly, I have a problem with some of the wallets because in the Philippines, because uh, I got locked out of my wallet. Oh my God. For four days after I put money in and I was really pissed. And that wallet, after I got locked out, I emailed them and then they finally allowed me access to my own money, right? Uh -uh. I said, why did you do that? Their response to me was, they actually highlighted a clause in the contract stating we have the right to uh deny access to your wallet and we don't have to give you a reason for it. I'm <gasps> like oh. so I I immediately left that wallet.
2: Yeah. So, okay, so that's
0: scary.
3: Yeah. So here
0: that's a tip. No. Yeah. So
3: you go Do you with, mention
0: in your video which wallet that was? I, I so did, we I know did. which one to stay away from.
3: I, I did, yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna tell you guys. Um yeah. I'm very con- confident with the, the exchange I work with, OKx.com. And I researched okay. on them before I joined them. That's why I'm recommending it. And I recommend for people to go on an exchange because in an exchange, they don't hold they, they don't have an interest in holding on to your account. They just want transactions to happen. And these right. guys are so big. I mean, like the one I work with, it, they they do about nine billion dollars of trade a day. Mm-hmm. $9 billion. They don't care about the accounts. They're not going to be like, oh, no, you can't do that with your account. They don't do that. Wallets here, they do that. And mm-hmm. it's kind of stupid, to be honest with you. So um, there was a local exchange here, by the way, that had a big problem. So Bitcoin that time was uh, around $50,000, Hey, This exchange, local, huh? they, there was a glitch in their system. I don't know what happened. Where the Bitcoin's price was at $5,000. So people that were on it were like, oh my God, they started buying like crazy. Oh my God. The alerting exchange, they realized there's something wrong. They shut down the exchange for seven days. Oh my gosh. Without telling people why they shut it down. So can Mm. you imagine? And then what happened was eventually it it turns out they admitted it, that somebody was able to buy, people were able to buy Bitcoins for $5,000. And what those people did is they withdrew it immediately from their, I know, from their um, accounts, Mm-hmm. And so this exchange sent them a demand letter. Right. Saying to them, I want we want the Bitcoin back, you have to give it back. And the funny thing is you sign a contract with the exchange, and that contract states that all sales are final and irreversible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay you've mentioned the company or the exchange that you work with that yes. comes in highly recommended by you tried and tested but if there are others because i've seen on a lot of uh, group sites they would ask for you know recommendations where they can do cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and you know different other diff- other sites are yes. stated in there what can we do on our part to how can we verify, how do we research, what are the things we need to look out for to know that what we plan to work with is a good one? Like, what are the things we need to watch out for?
3: Okay, so one thing that you need to watch out for, although you can check this on coinmarketcap.com or CoinGecko, they will list the top cryptocurrency exchanges in the world. And they base it on total value locked, how much money is locked in the exchange. They also base it on the number of transactions the exchange does per day. Mm -hmm. So the bigger the transactions that uh, uh, an exchange does in a day, that means they're very strong. Mm -hmm. They also check the liquidity. Liquidity means how much money is held by that exchange to be able to make sure that everything is flowing. So Mm -hmm. those are the things you look out for. Now, um, you can't go wrong with any of the top exchanges in the world. Uh, in the right. U.S., there's pretty good ones. And the U.S. has strong regulations. So yeah. which if they're regulated by the United States, it should be okay, generally. Um, but the big ones, um, the ones I work with is pretty big. There are other big ones as well that you can work with. And they're not U.S.-based.
2: Okay. Okay. So, all right. So let's say you're, you're here. You say I have X amount of money that I want to invest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I remember correctly, I had to change my pesos into USDT. Right, You'd, right, right. right. And then from there I transferred it and it'd be, I, what did I transfer it into? Bitcoin. You buy a Bitcoin. I bought Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then there. So let's say um, I'm going to keep it there, but I have a very low appetite for um, risk. risk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how do I, do I take out some money uh, every once in a while? What should I do? I don't know. Like I okay, want so- I want to make sure. Okay. Okay. It's done it on Chris. I want to make sure. Let's say I invested this amount of money. I want to make sure I'm not going to lose it. Right. Like, I want to make more from it, but at least this lump sum, I'm not going to uh, no, lose right. it. So what is a good way to go about doing that?
3: Well, what you can do is this. Um, so what I've told some people is, uh, say you put, uh, let's say, um, a million pesos. Or let's say 10,000 pesos. Let's make it 10,000. 10, pesos. And then it grows to 50,000 pesos already. You can take out the 10,000 if you're really not comfortable. Mm. At least now, everything you have is profit. Right. And you got your money back. You didn't lose anything. It's right. just like putting it in the bank, or maybe even make it 12,000 pesos. So you feel like you made something. Yeah, right. oh, <laughs> yeah. In a year, and you still have 38,000 left in that cryptocurrency that's now growing. That's a safe way mm-hmm. to do it if you want to be safe. Yes. Is that what I did? No, I everything's in crypto. I'm yeah, so
2: that's scary. <laughs>
3: It's not because I already see where this is going. And um, Mm. I want you to imagine, okay, right now, the adoption of cryptocurrencies is is huge. Um, All the investment bankers are starting to jump into it. All the companies are starting to jump into Mm. it. Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, all these big bankers and institutions are saying, wait a minute, I got to put money into this thing. Mm
0: -mm, mm -mm. And
3: they invested a lot. MicroStrategy, this guy put the entire treasury of his company into Bitcoin. Tesla. Tesla. Is uh, or Tesla this year made a profit? Did you guys know that? And it's not because of the cars; it's because of the mm-hmm. money he put in Bitcoin. Oh. Tesla made, I think, um, eight hundred million dollars this year because of the bitcoins that he bought. For real? My gosh! Yeah. Okay, the okay, first okay. You made money.
2: So real world thing, Chris. Okay, your money is in crypto. Okay, and then what do you? You just take it out when you need it. You just withdraw. Yeah. So what I do
3: is whenever I need the money I'll just whenever I do I'll just transfer a little bit could sell my either Bitcoin or whichever cryptocurrency sell it and then when I sell it I send it to my wallet and then I if I need I don't use cash actually nowadays I don't know anyone that does but so I just send it to my wallet or my my you know my, Some people Chris some people do Some people do <laughs> why do you even oh, give physical cash that's scary
2: codes, i know but they, we're trying cashless but i mean there are
3: people who use cash yeah i mean i prefer the i know the the the, the wallets where you just. that's true codes, yes you know? scary I, and when i have change i'm like Nina, okay, nah. Thank you. <laughs> the change you know because you might get sick how that's a lot of germs on that money it's so. <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs>
2: That is true. Okay, so give you... me uh-huh. <laughs> So <Okay. ayaw> mo <laughs> my germs. Mo
4: sa akin. wallet.
2: <laughs> May yeah, UV so sterilizer ako. Okay, lang. <laughs> So and then you put it in your wallet, wallet, like a your your bank wallet. You know, yeah, like a bank
3: wallet. Yeah, exactly. All
4: right. And then okay. you can
3: draw it on the ATM. You know, right, it's, it's, right, it's so
4: right. Easy. Like, all right. Okay. So all of this talk about uh Bitcoin crypto cryptocurrency. We're getting from you, Chris, and and your knowledge so far about this new thing. Now, obviously, some people will say, well, why would we go by your word, right? Right. Because you're asking us to invest money or teaching us how to do it this way. Can you tell people uh, why you know what you're talking about? And then also tell them that if they want to know more about you explaining all these things because you do and on YouTube, right? Yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. I explain a lot them? of it on
3: YouTube, yeah. So so Dell, here's the thing. Um, let me let me put it to you this way. Um, when Bill Gates was creating the computer Windows, nobody understood it, right? But right. now we're all using it, right? So the internet, when the internet first came out, nobody understood the internet and how it works, but we are now using it. Cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. is the new revolution. It's going to change not just banking. It's going to change everything we know about the internet. We actually call it Web 3.0. This is the new internet. It's decentralized because currently the internet is centralized. It's going to be completely decentralized. Now, all these brilliant minds, smarter than all of us combined, put this thing together. And even the brilliant minds of today, like Elon Musk, is looking at this going, oh my God, this thing is the future. All I can ask is this, if you're going to do your research, do you think you're going to have better research than an Elon Musk or better understanding than he does? I put my faith in the fact that all these geniuses came up with this system to fix a broken current analog system of money. And I believe in that. And I've, and, and you can check, the white papers are all out there. It's, they are so confident with what they created that they post though it's called an open source programming meaning everything they created all the programming on how to create this is all available on the internet that's how confident they are that they will they will tell everyone scrutinize the data see Mm -hmm. if there's a problem with it see if there's a flaw Mm -hmm. you won't find it it is a flawless system and that's what makes it amazing and so with bitcoin it's it's bottom line for me is this so i want you to think about it this way um When the internet, when Amazon was created or Apple was created, none of us really understood it, but people bought their stocks, right? And the people that bought their stocks Mm. are now multi-billionaires, right? Okay, this Bitcoin, to to make money in Bitcoin does not require your understanding or your research. It will make money whether you understand or believe it. It doesn't Mm. require your belief. This Ah. is moving straight up. The question Mm. is, are you going to be along when it happens or are you going to be looking down, looking up, going, "Shoots, I should have bought some, which is what's <laughs> happening right now. Now, I'm saying that specifically for Bitcoin eh? because other sure. cryptocurrencies, please do your research. Yeah, There are thousands Fair. of cryptocurrencies. There are quite a few scams. Done. Do yeah. your research. Pick the right ones. But if you ask me, safe bet, put your money in Bitcoin. Even right now, I can tell you guys, uh, Dell, Dell. Jelly Jude, put your money in Bitcoin and thank me five years from today. <laughs> you remember our conversation saying, <laughs> Thank god I listened to Chris. Oh you know why, No, you know, because a lot of my friends that invested last year that believed what I said, I didn't tell them to put money, huh? Today they're like, shit, Chris, thank you so much for telling me about this thing. You know, they're uh, so yeah. that time Guys, they I'll thought tell it was you. already.
2: You can decide. <laughs> I'll tell you, I know it. didn't work. Or I'll tell you, oh my God, let's
4: go to the Bahamas. <laughs> All expense paid because I'm a si Christy. <laughs> oh,
3: I'll go. I'll go.
4: So <laughs> I'm, right now,
0: I'm on Coin Market Cap, uh, yep. the the website that you were recommending, and you said that this was like a, a meme to Bitcoin, the Doge, and it said oh, number fine. yeah, it's at number seven.
3: I know. I know, and they've
0: already uh, they've already worked with thirty five point three five billion dollars. Yep. Somebody was just making yep. fun and created this, which means a lot more people can just create something like so, this, hype it up by some high profile person like Elon Musk, and
3: yep. make money. Here's the thing, I'll tell you: Elon tweets about Dogecoin, right? You know he doesn't own a single Dogecoin. Think about that. What does he own? He owns bitcoins. He owns hundreds or thousands of bitcoins. He doesn't own a single dogecoin. He is making fun of how stupid dogecoin is. Okay. And but- I feel bad for people that are introduced to crypto through dogecoin. Uh, it is such a bad representative of what crypto is.
2: Right, right. But then like as Jelly said, there's money that's involved. So money people make money out of it. So is it safe to say yeah, because they're making money Cause it, is it safe to say that because it's an unlimited thing and people can make, it's eventually going to dwindle in its
3: Worth it will, it will, it will dwindle. The, the we call it tokenomics, the, like the economics of that coin. And the tokenomics, <laughs> Tokenom- of, uh, Doge- mm. I know, cute, uh, tokenomics. the tokenomics of Doge coins is so bad. Like, mm. if you read it, you're like, This is insane. Why is anyone paying money for this? But, um, like, I'll give you an example like, Dogecoin just uh yesterday, or is it a day before? It was at 40 cents today, it's at 24 cents, 25 cents, so wow. it dropped roughly about 15 cents. Mm. per coin it's crazy that's a big drop that's a, almost like a 50% drop All right. people just lost their money the ones that bought at 40 cents ah, and I feel okay. bad for these people losing money
2: there you go okay wait before we wrap up you had a story about NFTs because that's one one keyword that we have not talked about NFTs mm. non-fungible tokens Could,
1: couldn't they have come up with a, another word than fungible because it's I know <laughs> Actually, it's hard to take seriously, you know, I mean, it's right? fungible.
3: <laughs> yeah, you can actually uh, Google fungible if there's a word. It's, it's actually an actual word. Um, so fungible means that um, if I currency is fungible, if I give a, a friend 500 pesos and I say, can you pay me back? She gives me any 500 pesos. I'll accept it, right? Mm-hmm. Same value. Okay. Non-fungible means it's like me giving um, uh, about Picasso. I give it or a Mona Lisa, I give it to Fran. She'd better give me back that same one. <laughs> not a fake one i'm gonna kill her for it you know you know what i mean that's <laughs> oh, yes all right right, so right. Ones, you only have one and that's unique okay so art art is now moving into the non-fungible token H2. space because of that right. fact that when you have it you're the only one that has it and this one doesn't require a certificate to prove you own it because it's on the blockchain everyone can see that you own it it's verified mm-hmm. so how is it Uh, doing in art. Okay, I want Mm -hmm. you to think about art. Art, visual, visual and audio arts. You're talking about paintings, you're talking Mm -hmm. about um, photos, videos, music, right? Mm -hmm. When you put it on an NFT and you sell it, uh, the person that has it owns it. That's how it works. And the beauty of that is that if you're the artist, let's say, for example, for music, you can sell your music on the NFT and everyone can buy it and when they resell it, you can you can get a royalty of every time it's resold mm. or used. You can get a royalty every time it's used, and it doesn't require a fill cap to say, "Oh, this person got this much money, that much money." Doesn't require that. Yes. It's all automated. Right. So it's you automated. What you're making.
2: Okay, that's for music. Okay, for let's music. say. Okay. There, the, my entryway to this NFT was because of some basketball um, right. dude. That dude. What's his name? Ah. Uh, they made an NFT of his um was whatever. it LeBron
3: James or something? I'm not or... sure.
2: Who was the first, first, first one? Uh, anyway,
3: that, but yeah, so so yeah. So here's how NFT works. Um, so they sell limited edition um basketball clips. Right, there you go.
0: Yeah, right. yeah they sell it. it.
3: So when they sold that, you paid say a thousand ten thousand dollars for it, right? So now you own that clip, but it doesn't mean you own you own the rights to that clip, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you own the LeBron James or whoever of it is, right? Um so what you do is, let's say it grows in value to $20,000. You sell it. You can sell it for $20,000. Here's the beauty of it. There's a smart contract on it that states that every time it's resold, NBA makes 10%. So they oh, automatically get 10%. Mm. It's, it's amazing. So okay. here's my story. So a local Wait, wait, wait. Guy.
2: One last question. One last question. Because for
3: an NFT. So
2: NFT, you bought this clip, but this clip also lives on the internet. Yes. But what's the difference then?
3: Uh, The difference is ownership. The other ones are just Uh, like,
2: anyone can say, oh, yeah. It's like, you know. um, So I have a fake Picasso instead of the real one. Exactly.
3: Yeah. You have the fake one. I have the real one. Yours is still fake. That's just how it is. It still looks the same to anyone.
4: Right.
3: right. It's like like this. You would buy um, a fake Louis Vuitton. I have the real one. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me something. You don't feel good about that fake one. You'll pretend it's the real one. But you know (laughs) it's fake and it doesn't feel good. Right. It's the same. Ganon. So okay. okay. Same, same, same human emotion, same
2: right,
3: human needs. Right, right. I see. So um, somebody I know, one of the, I call him the OGs of Bitcoin because they came into Bitcoin in 2014. Filipino. There's a couple of them. There's only a couple of them. Okay, so this guy, he's an artist. He created an NFT for his artwork, which is a Bitcoin superhero that he did from 2015, 2016. Parang ganang and then nft started to happen and he goes you know what i'm going to collaborate and because he's in the comic book space he collaborated with this artist named jose delbo i think that's the name who was the cartoonist for wonder woman batman superman or something like that in the 1970s mm-hmm. so they he he drew this guy's art uh character mm-hmm. and sold 200 over 200 limited edition uh, uh G- animations of this Mm. artwork, they sold it for $2,000 each. Okay. He sold it in 10 minutes, all 200 editions. He made $400,000 in 10 minutes.
2: Wow.
3: Insane. So
2: if that gets sold again, does he get get a percentage still?
3: Uh, Yes. So if it gets resold, it's on the smart contract. That's the beauty of cryptocurrency because that smart contract states that he's going to get 10%. Doesn't matter who's you know, as long as it's sold, he automatically sees ten percent in his crypto wallet. And he can see where it came from. And there's no human that has to verify, authorize, sign for it. It just happens automatically for every sale. It cannot be changed, it's completely immutable.
4: So, in other words, if you're an artist, you have a claim sort of to your artwork for for as long as you live. Is that is that passable to your estate? Let's say okay.
3: Yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, everything on cryptocurrency, you could. Uh, I always say, "Up, paman, yung Bitcoin mo to your, uh, to your kids or your grandkids eventually." Um, yeah, you could gift it to somebody and then they own it forever. Yeah, it's amazing. So um, I, I want to share another story, Fran, if I can. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I, have so a yeah friend. One
3: left. I talk about cryptocurrency so much to everyone. Like this is like every waking moment is cryptocurrency for me. <laughs> I have a friend who's like so tired of me talking about cryptocurrency. He's like, Chris. I keep hearing you talk about this thing called Ethereum. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. She goes, parang I've heard of it before. I mean, you said it. I think I talked to her about 10 days straight about cryptocurrency. And then on the 10th day, she goes, parang I have that. It sounds so familiar. I go, why did you check? So she checks her email. And then she goes, shit, I actually bought some in 2016. I go, really? How much did you spend? She goes, well, I spent $1,000. I put $1,000 in. It was her first paycheck. Mm. So her first paycheck, she was like, I got one. I'm thinking about buying an iPhone. No, you know what? I'll put it in this thing. They're talking about Ethereum, cryptocurrency, whatever. So instead of buying the iPhone, she puts it in a cryptocurrency called Ethereum, $1,000. That time, that was March last year, we were chatting. And I said, oh my God, you you have that much Ethereum? She goes, yeah. She goes, how much is it worth? March last year was worth 2.3 million pesos. Huh? Fifty thousand pesos to two point three million pesos. Daming iPhone, okay. An daming iPhone no na. On jelly okay. Ang Daming iPhone. Daming iPhone. Wow. But here's the beauty of it. She says to me, "Oh my God, two point three million for my fifty thousand pesos. Should I sell it now?" I said, "No, don't sell it." She goes, mm. "Why not?" I go, "Let's talk again in a year." Today is a year from that date. I said, "She's thanking me for this." So she goes, "Chris, oh my God." I go, "Yep, go ahead, say it." You know when it was at 2.3 million pesos last year? Today, that 50,000 pesos she invested is now 17.5 million pesos.
0: You're
2: kidding. Like I for real? Like for real, for real? Kidding.
3: This girl is set for life.
2: Did she cash <laughs> out? Did she get money? Oh my God, I will buy my <laughs> dream partner. <laughs> well, see, this is
3: the thing that she was saying. She goes, I only put $1,000. It's not like I need it right now anyway. So I right, go, why, why right. even pull it out, right? Right, so right. She kept it all and she said, should I sell it now? I go, no. She goes, why not? Because that 17.5 million pesos is going to be 50 million pesos very soon. Okay. Wow.
2: My next, wow. next month,
3: Ethereum it is. Yeah, <laughs> Ethereum. Yeah, buy Ethereum. I would recommend Ethereum as well. That's another one. So Bitcoin and Ethereum are the two that I would highly recommend. Another one is Polkadot. That's the third one. Okay,
0: Ethereum is number 35 on the list, Bitcoin is still number one. There's one that sounds enticing to me, Theta. There's a cryptocurrency <laughs> called Theta. Cool, oh, cool. You market,
3: Angelique. Yeah. <laughs> Theta, Theta is a good coin. It's uh, it's uh, they blockchain videos, and uh, that's how they're they're going to do it through the Yo. Theta network. So that's a, that's also a good one you can buy. Um, but again, if you ask me for a lot of the newbies, uh, go with Bitcoin. Go with Ethereum. And Polkadot or Cardano. Those are the ones that Polkadot I would
0: Polkadot is number eight.
3: <clears throat> yeah, it's weird that it's number eight. You're probably Cardano six. From, from the basis of volume because Ethereum is number two overall in terms of market size. Ethereum is huge. So mm-hmm. I would recommend Bitcoin, Ethereum. If you guys want to really put your money safely, that's the way to go.
0: No, no, sorry. Ethereum is number two.
3: There. Ethereum
0: Classic is the one that's down below. Ah.
3: Uh, go with Ethereum. Don't go to Ethereum Classic. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously this needs a lot of research on
2: the you know your end, whomever really is interested in this. Um, Chris, what is your YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah.
3: My YouTube channel is uh, Chris Tan is here. So YouTube slash you, youtube.com slash Chris Tan is here. All right. Yeah. So and then I know um if you want to try trading. Uh, go on OKX.com and just get yourself verified, and you're ready to go.
4: What can you spell that out for our listeners? OK, mm-hmm.
3: OKX, OKX.com. O K E X. So O K E All
4: right. Yeah. Okay. All Ooh, right. Wow. There's a lot to learn. There's more to learn. There's more to learn. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. There's more to learn. Right. So yeah. right. this Chris, is like cryptocurrency for dummies. Yeah. This. This. this that's this episode. <laughs> So did he? I uh, know. Did he? Did he? Did he uh,
2: finish his challenge? Do you understand more about this, Dell, Jelly, Jude? Oh our, yeah. Our
1: appetites are wet, and maybe <laughs> I, I can I, I can have a conversation with my son because we've had this before, and I was surprised that he knew more than uh, I did about it. So maybe I'm armed right now. Especially my kids are in the arts maybe i can mm-hmm. give him a pep talk about yes. you know what right. nfts that's the future if you know right. you, you don't wanna work for the man this is this is where your your work is going to be Divide. right
4: you know i i watched a video explaining bitcoin years ago i was a new mom and i was just, i was just home and i watched it and the first thing they explained was the ledger and that's where they lost me but today when you were explaining it i go oh, okay all right cuz it it takes a it takes a back and forth, a Q&A, to actually understand it. If it's just a video, means means, wait a minute, I have questions. <laughs> right. But they're not going to answer you. <laughs> so thank you for your time. And if people are, like like everyone said, if you're interested, um, check out uh, Chris's YouTube channel. Chris is here. Chris Tan Chris is here. Chris Tan is here. Yeah. And Chris is C-H-R-I-S, here. Is C-H-R-I-S.
0: Right. not yes. with a K. I- <laughs>
3: thank you chris yeah you can you you can also go to our cryptoholics group um we talk a lot about cryptocurrency (gasps) there yeah cryptoholics (laughs) yeah cryptoholics Uh it's really um a lot of people have a lot of questions they'll post there and then other members will answer (laughs) so there's a lot of interaction where you really get to learn so yeah i'd highly recommend it
2: there you go that's it Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thanks,
3: guys. And I wish you all the best of luck. And I wish you all the wealth and health in the coming years. Thanks, Chris. Good to see you again, Chris. Yeah, good to see you guys. I'm excited for this episode. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Thanks, Thanks, Chris. Chris. Delamar, Monica Francesca, Jelly Victor. Wow.
2: Okay. Oh Oh my my goodness. goodness. That was a lot of information.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: So See, Jelly and her Bayong of cash will be making a beeline to... <laughs>
0: okay, I'll know. i start digging again. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the, I'm surrounded by people who have no question or no doubt that cryptocurrency works. Mm-hmm. Especially my brother, because he's in the, the IT industry. Oh, there you go. But every time they try and explain it to me, I'm like, huh? Right. So, you basically just get a number, like or like a a track record of from where it started and how it ended up with you but won't other people have that they're like no 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 because you can trace it he was talking about the ledger you can trace it on the the web you know exactly where it came from and who it's with and you know that you're the only one who has it but i'm like (laughs) still hackable you know if somebody (laughs) created this. Somebody else who is equally smart or even smarter can come up with something to counteract whatever it is that you guys are coming up with. So that's why I'm not rich and they are.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, there's still it's, bank it, it, robbers. It, it, there's still people who embezzle yeah, yeah, money huh? from banks. But it, it's within the realm of possibility, maybe. It but
2: is always the money, always oh, the money. But like you, that. exactly. Like it's like
4: sometimes you just close your eyes here and then okay, let's see. <laughs> I, I think what he said was most telling when he said, none of us understand, even, even let's just say Twitter. Nobody understood what Twitter was at the beginning, right? right? What made you jump, mm-hmm. you know, was... And then I think my observation is the more people that you know do it, that will give you the, oh God, the impetus to jump as well. Yeah, And that certainly happened because when Gino and Fran got on, on Twitter... And then they were like, hey, let's go look at Twitter. Everyone went on Twitter. So we could talk to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We could talk to each other in this new plane called Twitter. Twitter. So it's the same thing for cryptocurrency. You see all these big minds getting into it. Mm -hmm. And if they're transacting within that system already, you know, that's where the, that's why I, Sabi ko nga baka mali ng question ko only because when I'm looking at people now and they're telling me something I need to know why should I trust you because you're selling me something right yeah and especially about money we are not just careful about ours but also the people who listen to us because we don't want to mislead you know yeah. so you temper your your excitement with practicality. And for us who can't understand, especially our age group, we don't even understand coding, how coding works, right? Yeah. So we don't understand when Chris says you can't hack this. So ikong kulang yung brain cells natin, but we trust the people. And I think Chris's testimony, quote unquote, is that all of his money, if we if we are to believe him, and I don't think he has any impetus to lie, mm-hmm. that all of his money is now in crypto. That's that's saying a lot. Yeah. Right? Why would you do that and he's he's the chairman of Mensa. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he's, you know, this guy's obviously <laughs> brainy, right? So, um see see if you can do a fran for now and just invest a little, a little. then move around in it and right. if it if it's good then move more. Yeah. And if you're yeah. sobrang segorista, pasok mo yung 100 yung 1,000 dollars mo pag tumaas na kunin mo na yung 1000 dollars yung yung profit sige na yaman na let it, let it uh, yeah. no skin off your nose but if it's true like the friend of chris na ngayon what 17 million yung 1 My yung 50,000 na 7 conalong <laughs> <Sad laughs> I know. It's, it's so.
0: nice to be in a state. Then, Nona, you put your fifty thousand somewhere and you forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. like Ethereum. That sounds familiar. What is that? Oh. Wow, it's <laughs> not a nice <laughs> surprise. Thousand? How is <laughs> aro?
1: Out to be you, Paul. <laughs> <po. laughs>
0: that could be you. Okay, so
2: <laughs> I think, you know, whatever it is, investments in general are always a risk. There's always a risk. So put in a little money, enough that you feel comfy with. That's what he said. And yeah. then, then let it go from there. You know, something that's not going to break the bank on your end. And it's good to invest, I guess, you know.
4: Um, you know, breaking the bank will be a foregone conclusion uh-uh. when when this new system comes in. Because what he was talking about was the bank run. If what if all the inv- all the people who put their money in the bank came on the same day and demanded the money, the bank can't do it. It's Correct. been invested in everything. Actually, yeah. when you look around the Philippines, that's what it is, right? A certain yeah. family owns this bank, this telco, right. this this cable company. This, So all our money is being used to invest in those things. And now they're just rolling in cash. (laughs) Meanwhile, we're still paying.
2: (laughs) True, right? So it is, you take the power from the big corporations and you put it in your pocket. (laughs) Yeah. You put it in your hands. But i sorry. Okay, so- make educated decisions, guys, everybody who's listening to this, you know, um, you, you invest your money your way. But we gave you we gave an example. And hopefully this kind of shed light
4: on a very confusing, you know, topic to begin with, this will be normal in a few years time, Uh -uh. NFTs and cryptocurrency. So learn more about it. This is probably our gateway to learning everything about it, or at least as much as we can.
0: Well, for the cryptoholics, this is normal conversation, apparently, though. This <laughs> is already <ordination. laughs> they had this conversation years ago.
4: Years ago. Okay.
0: And it's okay, don't feel stupid asking
2: questions, because you know that's the only way to find out. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
0: <laughs> right? These non-mensa members, my gosh.
2: <laughs> that's the show guys that's the show thank you for joining us my name's Fran my name is Jelly
4: we hope you learned a lot about money today and it's you know in the back of your mind let it brew and then sleep on it and hopefully you come back been <laughs>
1: and this is Jude Rocha we'll see you soon the eavesdrop <laughs> no filter off kilter